This is Agents Influence Podcast. I'm a big advocate for the insure tech industry and space in general. And don't be afraid to try out these new solutions. You know, it can really amplify their business, make their jobs more easier, more effective, more efficient. And there's a lot of people, a lot of smart minds trying to improve the industry. And I'm not the type of person to say, oh, we want to disrupt this and that, because I don't, you know, that's not realistic, really. But there's a lot of people trying to improve the industry. And I think if we can embrace them, embrace those visions, then you'll see an enormous amount of transformation in the years to come. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey, 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 loyal listeners. Welcome to another episode of Agents Influence Podcast with conversations with Jason Cass. That's me. And today I've uh, got somebody that's special. You guys know that uh, I'm not really big at bringing products on here. That's not what this is for. You can't use us as a platform um, to put your product out there. But I have to let you know that in this instance, so, uh, Sonny and I have really come up with, um, I think you're going to like it. Okay. I think you're going to like what he has to bring to the table because it's actually everything, um, that we do, to be honest with you. I mean, it is, um, it's AI, it's artificial intelligence. Now, just like at the other podcast I have, which is agency intelligence, where we give you real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial they make you believe out there. This one here, I'm bringing you an AI specialist, a guy who has a startup AI company. And this is a product that I've never heard of before. I've seen products similar to it. So I asked Mr. Patel, I said, I need you to come out here and I need you to get on this podcast, and I need to talk about this stuff that I'm having a hard time comprehending how that could work in my agency. You guys ready out there, loyal listeners? Sonny, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. First question, are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? iPhone. Apple, like all Wow. Yeah. <laughs> really? How about yep. a lot of your developers in your office? Are they all iPhones? Uh, no. The developers are actually Android uh, for the Ain't most part. It's half and half, actually, but- uh, everyone in design and management are all uh, iPhone users. Yeah, that's how it is, dude. We have yeah. found that out from asking that question 500 and some times. The executives of C-suites, usually those guys are the iPhones, the developers are that. That just lets you know that nothing happens without the developers. They're the smart ones. They're the Androids. We love them. Exactly. We love them. To all of them, say, Jason's <laughs> with you. Tell them all that today, okay? <laughs> I will. Next question. Uh, do you love to win or do you hate to lose? I hate to lose. I don't think I'm somebody who's like, oh, I need to win, win, win. But like, I, I definitely don't like to lose. Don't like to lose. You're no. not going to stop until you win. You know what I mean? Exactly. You don't like to don't like to lose. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it very much. I always forget this damn question on the last one. What's the last app that you've downloaded in that wonderful iPhone of yours? Headspace. Uh, it's like a meditation app. I downloaded it like uh, two weeks ago. Um, just to kind of calm my mind down. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I think that um, was the last one. That's great. No, I just um, actually, my agency, this is interesting you say this, my agency, uh, we just purchased an app um, and it's called Meta App. 
and it does the same thing, except we can give it to our clients so that they, um, their employees can use it. It's a sleep app. It's a meditation app. It's all kinds of stuff. So we're kind of excited about it. We haven't got it out yet, but uh, signed up for that about a year, year and a half, or about, excuse me, month, month and a half ago. Um, so that sounds cool. I'm starting to hear more and more of these meditation apps. I'm starting to see them on TV and stuff like that. So yeah. you probably have a mind that races a mile a minute, right? Um, yeah, I mean, more recently, I have just a lot going on. So <laughs> I need all the help yeah. I can get to relax. I hear you, man. I hear you. Last question. Two things in the world get you to where you are, skill or luck. Which one got you more than the other? Luck. I think it's luck. I mean, right uh, right place at the right time. I don't think that was skill-based, um, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, but oh, no, that's why we're on. Yeah. I said, dude, <laughs> come on on. I want to yeah. hear what you have to say. We don't care about what anybody else says right now. Yeah, you know I, I think mean? it's luck. Hell, everybody else just lies to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's politics, though, for you. But yeah. anyways, hey, um, so take us back, dude. Take us back to high school, to college, whatever you want to do, and bring us forward to how you got to one of the top startups in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, so I got started with InsureMe in college, actually. I was working at an agency. We were a general agency for Emeritus. Um, started off as an office assistant and then worked my way up as a sales director at that company over three years or two and a half years um, and saw the, you know, the problem in the industry of the way we were selling policies was just kind of like outdated. It was, you know, in, especially in our agency, it was a lot of things were done offline um, and saw that, you know, in today's world where we can buy anything online, like we should be able to do a lot of these things online as well, right? So marketing our policies, having the policyholder, you know, buying the policy electronically, just simple things like that. Um, and looked around the the whole industry, I mean, at large, and saw that this was an industry-wide problem. It wasn't just, you know, for our agency only. And so I left that company my junior year of uh, college, and then the summer of that year uh, started InsureMe, so that was in 2016. Um, and kind of ideated the the first you know version of InsureMe, which was insureme.com, which was similar to what is now policygenius.com. Um, and uh, it just kind of went from there. So we made a couple of pivots, you know, from from that point after going through some accelerators, we've gone to the global insurance accelerator, um, two plug and play ones uh, in Silicon Valley and Singapore. Um, and now we're at, uh, going to the InsureTech New York Accelerator. These are all like biz dev focused ones. Um, mm -hmm. So except the GIA, GIA kind of invests in your company and they, they kind of help you find that early product market fit. But after the, all the accelerators that we did after were all just for deal flow. Um, so yeah, it's just been a crazy fun four years of, of trying to build uh, this company, the product, building the right product. Um, Lots of pitches, lots of uh, both to investors, team members, right? You got to get like buying from everybody, really, uh, customers. And um, it's just been a, an amazing adventure. Yeah, you know, um, and now the reason why I, the reason why I reached out to you, first of all, I didn't have any idea that uh, you kind of followed at the beginning, sign of some of the same line of policy genius. Those are good people mm -hmm. over there. I love, oh, yeah. I love them, yep. dude. Yeah. And so, um, 
one of the things that I really uh, that I like about you that when I saw you and I decided that I was going to uh, start following you is I started thinking to myself, this guy's got something different because he's talking about this. Loyal listeners, if you go to insureme.com, that's I-N-S-U-R-M-I.com, okay? And if you go there, you see this thing called violet, okay? First of all, I love purple because that was my grandma's favorite color, so still to this oh, day, <laughs> I like that color. Yeah, that's just big on me. Yeah. Um, and so that was big, right? I felt like my grandma was talking to me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, my grandma didn't know anything about AI. She died in 1996. All right, now the AI assistant built for insurance. Now, did you hear what I said, loyal listeners? This is what got me, right? And so then I'm looking at this, how Violet can increase revenue, decrease operational costs, and enhance the insurance customer experience. Sonny, everybody says that, dude. Everybody says that, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, well, hold on. But then I get to this next part, right? Because even though everybody says that, that at least tells me that you get it, right? Now, where are we going to separate ourselves? Now, loyal listeners, listen to this. Violet empowers both agencies and carriers, okay? Um, whether your customers need assistance in filing a claim, buying a policy, or have general inquiries, Violet is there. What is Violet, and how can this be an AI assistant for me and my clients to do the things that your website claims. Help me out there, but dude. Yeah, so we uh, have built Violet for two primary customer segments. So for the enterprise, which is the carriers, um, that has a different set of features. And then for agencies, which we just actually launched two months ago. Um, for agencies specifically, Violet, uh, we've built her in a way that, again, is tailored for an insurance agency. So the onboarding and the, and the setup of the product is specifically tailored for um, a, uh, a commercial agency or a personal lines agency. Um, we can, you know, and anybody who owns an agency and has a website can set her up within five minutes or less. So we've tailored the um, questions. So it's so easy for them to select what products they offer, uh, put in all the information about their agency, um, any type of uh, carriers that they work with. And then this all ties together in, in the experience that she delivers on the website. So for example, you go through the onboarding flow, you configure Violet, put her on your website. And then if somebody goes to your website now and wants to file a claim, um, she will actually know what, what companies that you sell policies for and will direct that customer to that carrier. Um, so they can file. How's that integration happening? Uh, so we've done it all manually on the back end. So it's, uh, you know, we've gone through every single company in the United States and um, linked up their claims information. So if, if they're filing an auto claim for farmer's insurance, then she'll know what that phone number is or how to do it. Um, we haven't gone, for agencies at least, we haven't gone all the way through. So the, the user can file that, like literally submit the first notice of loss. We want to get there. Um, and we, we do do that on the enterprise side because we're just working with one company. So there's more uh, leeway mm -hmm. there. But for agencies, because, you know, they can be captive agencies, it can be um, ones that, you know, independent agencies, we've kind of kept it open ended. Um, that's just one example on the claim side for customer right. service. Um, but hold on, hold on just yeah. one second. I want to ask you this because this is important. And one of the, th the issues that you probably already ran into is that it's easier to deal with companies because they probably have a cleaner database sometimes. Um, 
And maybe they have a database altogether, which a lot of independent insurance agents don't. Captives, we don't care about them. They, 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 those poor guys, they, have, <laughs> they, they eventually come over here anyways, right? right. <laughs> so we're making this podcast for them in three years. Yeah. So my question to you, though, is that how would you connect in with an agency? It, it, because the management system, I guess, is what you kind of have to plug into, right? And those things are pretty weak on APIs. Giving credit where credit's due, it's come a long way in the last two to three years as far as API and integration. And so I can see how it's easy on the carrier, but I'd be curious to how you're going to match that company with my client if you can't integrate or how do you integrate? Yeah. So um, we like for, for this initial kind of beta version that we've launched for agencies, we have it where that submission will go uh, either through an API integration into Salesforce or any other API enabled, you know, uh, CMS. Um, or it'll send the, the agency or the agency owners or the agents a email or text message. So if somebody actually um, goes through and says that they want to buy a policy, Violet will go and capture that lead, qualify it, and then send that lead in real time through a text message and an email. Um, so we have those two to start. Everybody kind of has that, right? We don't have to worry about any integrations, but we want to get to the point where we have uh, easy integrations into the top, like, 20 um, CRMs mm -hmm. that agencies use. It's a different space. You know, we're still, uh, the dev team is still work trying to figure out how do we build out this seamless integration. So, because uh, I want to get it to the point where literally you go online, you set her up, and then even when, when it comes to integrations, it's almost like, um, uh, like if you were to link your bank account to some apps and stuff like that, you know, where you just select the logo and you put in your login information and you're, you're, in, you're like, connected within a couple seconds. So we want to mm -hmm. get to that point, but we've started off uh, by, you know, going around that integration hurdle by offering text message notifications and email. So what's important there to listen to loyal listeners is number one, he mentioned Salesforce being on Varuna as a Salesforce product, um, which is insurance based. I got to tell you, it is amazing when I travel around the internet and I see, wow, I'd love for that to integrate with my management system and boop, integrates through Salesforce. You get it. I want to also let you know that a lot of you who have this plied Vertifor Salesforce thing they're doing out there, which I think is impressive. And I kudos to Applied and Vertifor for doing it you're not really getting true Salesforce. You're getting the Salesforce that they want to let you see. Um, and there's a lot of different things that go way behind the scenes. And really the way that data is collected, um, loyal listeners, you can't actually do it the way that some of the others are doing it and doing it in the future. Looking at a better agency, um, they are out of Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Nicholas Ayers, Will Shaw, they are a startup company, been around probably less than a year um, but no, probably no, they've been around about a year, year and a half. Um, and they do a lot of the CRM work that, um, agencies are lacking and they are hooking up those AI, um, APIs into their system so they can work with the Hawksoft, the easy links, the applieds, the vertifors, um, which is obviously where you're going to have to go as well. Yeah. Um, I, I really, really like this. Um, I think it always comes down to the same thing. It comes down to the connectability between my agency and what Violet can possibly do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we'll be saying that in five years, but right now it is really tough, especially for startups like you right. that see 32,000 agencies, yeah. right? <laughs> and you're thinking, how in the hell do we get in there? If we could get 1%, baby, we doing yeah. something, you yeah. know? So that's the goal. That's, well, so mm-hmm. here's what we're doing. So we're trying to, um, again, get ahead of the curve by working with both customer segments, right? So working with the enterprise as well as the, or the, the carrier as well as the agencies. So if we, for example, if we can go deep with one uh, carrier, then we will have access to their quoting systems, the APIs, we'll know how to work with that company, right? And then that's one less company we have to worry about that we connect to the agency solution. So we're trying to position Violet as like to a center assistant that is connected to everything. So whether you're an independent agency or a a captive one, that connection is already there. Um, It's easy to say it and it's another thing to do it. And uh, that's why we're trying to do it one step at a time. Um, And where are we going, dude? Where are we going in five years with this AI? If if you had uh, control, no, nah, I don't want to say you had control. You'll put us on the moon and shit. <laughs> like if if you know, being yeah. look at working in the confines, yeah. seeing where we've come in the last five years as an industry, where we're going, where do you see us in twenty twenty five, and how AI is going to dominate the insurance industry, specifically agencies. So I think in five years, you're going to have a different level of assistance. You know, that's what we're, you know, when we look at our product roadmap, we want to have it where uh, Violet can really personalize the experience or really remember that that customer and all of the different and include different data points into her recommendations and uh, have it become more of a true assistant, right? So one that can actually send proactive notifications to the customer, understand their lifestyles, understand where they live and the weather and all that stuff and really- Behavioral um, data, right? Behavioral data? Yeah. And so incorporate, I think incorporating all of those things into the the Violet experience is what we plan to have in in five years and a lot of other companies that are trying to move towards this. the hurdle there right now is, it, you know, trying to get to that point is getting that data. Um, we're working, you know, especially for our company, we're working with legacy providers. So these are companies that are operating off of systems that were built, you know, 25 years ago, 30 years ago. Um, and they get some DOS up that, in there, don't they? Yeah. And they don't, don't have the data. <laughs> so we want, Command that's where we want to get prompt. to. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I've seen it all at this point. I bet you. Have. Uh, what was there was one, a frame or mainframe? Mainframe. It's another a big company that you have heard about. Trust me, every person in America has heard about it. Um, but yeah, mainframe is still what it powers. So here's that where we've been. We went to customer service, right? Customer service has dominated every industry for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years, right? I don't know how long it goes back. But people like Amazon recreated what that means, right? Mm-hmm. So good, so sophisticated that all of a sudden customer service just becomes a part of it. People don't realize that they're doing Amazon and other things because of the experience. Right. What happens when everybody creates an experience? I've said that it's the behavioral data that's going to tell us what their expectations are. And this mm-hmm. is where I think we're going in five years. Their unexpectations. expectations. 
Right. You said it, being able to collect data points that they don't even know what they need. And this yeah. doesn't necessarily just mean auto or home insurance or business insurance. This doesn't even mean insurance. It's how can we deliver a unique experience to where that is taken care of by the things they do on a daily basis and us having that data to leverage that, right? And let me give you an example, Sonny. Being able to look at my book of business and know who is more likely to leave. Right. Not be not just because they're more likely to leave because of other things, but the data points tell us that she's 27 years old. She has a high likelihood of leaving. And we've looked at all the other data points of other agencies out there. And we've realized that 27-year-olds actually like the accident forgiveness and want the mobile app discount. And if you offer that to her, not only is she going to save a little bit of money, but she's going to have something to communicate with her friends and be like, oh, yeah, I have that too, which makes her feel yeah. part of the group, right? Yeah. She doesn't even know that. Right. She doesn't know that. But we can help her understand that, right? That's the yeah. unexpectation we're talking about. That's where right. we're going. Do you agree? Yep. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Yep. It's going to be exciting. People don't have a clue, bro. No. And you got to get to that point. Yeah. Like the Amazon approach where I know even on my, like they will know what I want before I know, you know, because they know exactly what you're buying and what you're searching and all sorts of stuff. But um, if we can translate that level of personalization to the insurance vertical, then you're going to have, you know, some pretty big winners. Patel, they used to say, um, they used to call it back in the day, maybe they still do, but I haven't heard it in a long time. They call it an itch cycle. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so we buy cars every three to five years. Me, I mean, I, I, I keep them for 10 years. Me and my wife, we just had them for 10, 11 years, just traded them in. We'll have them from 10, 11 years. Right. So there's no reason to advertise to me in three to five years. That's not my itch cycle. Yeah. I use the same amount of toothpaste and so does my family. And we run out about the same time, right. toilet right. paper, food, how often we eat rice, how often we, yeah. you know, go to the mall. All that stuff, we don't realize if we could put it on a timeline of five to 10 yeah. years, we notice that we do the same things, right? That's all yeah. you guys are trying to do is to capture that data, bring it forward and say, we can let you know, how, how would you like it if ding dong, you go yeah. to the door and they're like, yeah, here's your toothpaste and you go to your uh, go to your bathroom and it's about two days from being done. You're like, right. well, son <laughs> of a bitch, you know? I think if we could do that with everything in your life, right? Yeah. It's exciting no, it stuff, much son. More it's exciting stuff, at man. Tailored life. It's tailored about, life. about identifying the patterns. You know, that's what it is. There's patterns all over the universe, really, but um, we're doing it for technology. In in animals, in yeah. plants, it's all yeah. made up of patterns. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And and so I'm with you, man. Hey, it, this has been fun. Is there anything else you kind of want to wrap up, talk about? Um, anything you want to bring insights? Anything you're seeing out there? Anything that agents should be thinking? Anything like that, man? 
Uh, just, you know, keep an open mind to new technologies like uh, Violet and others. You know, there's a lot of, I'm a big advocate for the insure tech uh, industry and, and the space in general. And um, don't be afraid to try out uh, these new solutions. You know, it can really amplify their business, make their jobs more easier, more effective, more efficient. Um, and there's a lot of people, right? A lot of smart minds trying to um, improve the industry. I think, you know, I don't, I'm not the type of person to say, oh, we want to disrupt this and that because I don't, you know, that's um, uh, not realistic really, but uh, there's a lot of people trying to improve the industry. And I think if we can embrace them, embrace those visions, then uh, you'll see like an enormous amount of transformation in the years to come. So then let me pick your brain real quick on something. You just said it. So yeah. just a second, loyal listeners, before we wrap up, you said, and this is a big thing lately, for the last three, four, five years, it's these insure tech, indie tech companies coming in here. They are disrupting our industry. But in the last year or two, I've heard a lot of people, especially you insure tech and indie tech companies say, we're not here to disrupt. We're here to improve. We're here to mm -hmm. enhance. We're here to progress. We're here to move forward. Yeah, That's different than disrupt. Why did you not, why don't you like that word? I just think it's it's just a little myopic, you know. I mean, there this is one of the oldest in, industries in the world, and then in the in the U.S. especially, it's a, a very you know a dominant industry. And um, I think if you can position yourselves as a partner rather than a, somebody who's coming up to blow the whole thing up, then you'll get more buy-in from stakeholders, more people receptive to change. It's more of a human aspect to than anything else, but. Um, and I think there's a lot of work that's gone into 200 and something years of work, you know, and why would you want to come in with that type of language and say you want to, you know, blow it all up? So I don't know. I just a mm -hmm. personal thing. I don't appreciate that. Yeah. Nah. And you may really, end up really disrupting. Like it, dude. Um, yeah. You may end up disrupting in the, in the end, but I don't think you, you know, it should start off with that. It just puts people on the defensive. It does. It does. Leaders are readers and readers are leaders. You seem like a leader, CEO of a great startup out of Phoenix, Arizona. What are you reading? I'm actually reading a book on uh, entrepreneurial leadership. It's uh, the name of it is I think it is just entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial leadership by Joel uh, Peterson. He was a former chairman of JetBlue Airways. Um, and okay. it's all about like uh, how you can be, uh, a, you know, how you should be a leader in your entrepreneurial journey. Because a lot of people can be entrepreneurs, right? But doesn't mean you're a leader because you can just make yourself rich and whatever, but uh, it's not, a, you're not doing too much for others. So this book is about how can you utilize your entrepreneurial momentum to actually create lasting change in the world and inspire others um, in a way that is, you know, meaningful beyond just your own uh goals. That's right, dude. That's right. I say it a lot. I've become, I guess what some people would call successful in the insurance industry. Success is never attainable to me because I'm constantly trying to get better and, you know, um, but I, I, I have to say that there's, there's a lot of, I could go on and on. Right. <laughs> Sonny, what you, what you, well, what you said really, really makes sense. And, and I like that. And I like the definition of how you separate um, from what you're doing. We're trying to help each other get better. That partnerships is how it works. It's so funny. So when I was in, 
in the late eighties and I was in, uh, let's say sixth, seventh, eighth grade, somewhere in there. And I would talk with, um, the people that were, I remember the teachers telling us that in other countries, they're way more adaptive to sharing and mm -hmm. working in teams, working in teams. Yeah. And America is more individualistic mm -hmm. where we do things on our own and we're proud of it. Right. right? And a lot of pride. <laughs> I believe the, glo the global world has brought globalness to America right. to where everything is sharing, right? That what we're doing right here. Yeah. Right here. We're we're telling the secrets of the world, right? You're, right, you're right. telling your competitors what you're doing. And oh, you're yeah, hoping that if anybody out there can help you, it's like, yeah. hey, contact me, man. Let's go, let's let's do this, right? Yeah. And I think it's important because our politicians and a lot of people are not our are, are entrepreneurs, but are not leaders. And you right. hit it right. They're not about helping people. They're about enriching themselves. Right. I say it all the time. I could make a lot more money than I do right now, yeah. but I don't need to be rich today. I just don't want to work forever. That that's yeah. my that's my thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. I put a lot of money back into my business, as you do too. Right. And hey, we could take it and we could make more money, but I'm not trying to be rich right now. I'm trying yeah. to, you know, Andrew Carnegie said. One of the people who um, made the most uh, uh, libraries and stuff in America, right, very yeah, rich. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm going to spend the first half of my life getting as rich as possible and spend the second half of my life giving it all away. How cool is that? Yeah, that's really, that's How cool a lot of, I mean, a lot of to, wealthy people have done that, you know, that, but not the majority, but um, they are a, a handful that, that it's a, yeah, it just depends on your mindset and how you view the world and, uh, how you utilize your energy. I think uh, my, I feel like I would just be really unhappy if I just had a lot of money and then just just sitting there doing nothing, you know, I'd rather be broke. I just need a little bit enough to, yeah, I, I, I just need a little bit enough to make sure my kids are good. And then I want to give away every dollar I have. I mean, yeah. what the hell? I don't know. I, I've, I've seen a lot of funerals. Never once did they put that wallet in that, in that, in that coffin. You know what exactly. I mean? I, you don't go. need. I don't need that money. I don't yeah. need that money. Give it to people like Insure Me so that they can make <laughs> the insurance better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey man, appreciate your time, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, dude. Um, keep going, man. Keep keep pushing those companies. Look at a company like Tarmica, T A R M I K A. They are a sponsor of Agency Intelligence, and they are yeah. because they're creating roadmaps through APIs, through integration, through rating, commercial lines rating. But one thing I like with them is not only are they giving the data to the company, but they're also taking company data and sharing it with us so that through, as you said, through partnerships, we can both get better. When they yeah. understand my client, which is going to soon be their client as well on my side, it makes them better. When right. I understand how they process and they and they knock down their silos of a legacy agency, create integration and API, I get to see what my client's like when it's on their side. And to be able to pass that information seamlessly seems like so weird today, but it's so normal in three, five to seven years. I'm yeah. excited to where we're going. Sonny, it's companies like you that keep pressing the envelope. Thank you very much for what you do. Loyal listeners, I do what I do because I do it for you. Tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. I'm Cass. He's Patel. <laughs> we're out. 
Hey agents, listen to this, listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it, think of it, really. We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now listen, I'm an agency owner and I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you gotta do is you gotta admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com, check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do, really. And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even wanna do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up, go to ChatGPT, put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said, I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.